Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up, watch a bandit run. Hello, Southern Middle Tennessee. My name is Del Kennedy. You're listening to Three Dudes with a View. I am dude number three. We got a room full of folks this morning. It ought to be lively. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. And dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How you doing, man? Good morning, Del. How you doing? All right. Thank you. Now, we've got uh, Mr. York. We've got you some help again. Uh, got Drake. Drake's here. Yes, Mr. sir. Drake Good Holly. morning, Drake. Good morning, Middle Tennessee. Mr. York, what time have you got? What time have you got a watch around? What time is it? It's uh, 8.07. 8.07 on Wednesday. Hey, and you know what happens at 8.07 on Wednesday morning? That means it's, t- it's time to get woke, Mr. York. We're fixing it's to time wake- to get woke. We're fixing baby. to woke these people up, sir. All right. And, uh, I, I think they're in a the deep sleep still. Yeah, that's okay. We can holler loud enough at them. On the other side of the ring, we've got uh, regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. How are you? Good morning. And I'm awake, not woke. Here we go. I'm as awake as they can be. Hey, we can pray. There, there we, we can go. pray for everyone. Uh, y- y'all don't pray anymore, remember? Oh, we don't? Okay. <laughs> The, I guess the Christian Taliban. I, we're not just mm. not mis- members of that yet. Yep, yep. And back from out west, uh, Chris Chubley. How you doing, man? I am. <laughs> I am here for the show this morning. Let me tell you. He's hey. nice and tan. You know, it's going to be a good one. He is. He is. That's what happens when you own a, a landscaping company. There you go. Out, rolling hay. Or you're standing outside a 400 degree fire. I think that. Yeah, be I was about to say. I there. saw him getting roasted the other day out there on <laughs> South. Uh, That's right. What to the South, South High? The South High, Lord. All right, and uh, he's a firefighter, folks. In case you don't know him, they had, a, <laughs> they had a big old fire down there on South High. I mean, a big old fire. Um, I don't see how they do it. Uh, he's uh, a real firefighter, Del. So don't don't confuse the public like you did Clayton, thinking Clayton was a bus driver. Yeah, right. Clayton is not a bus driver. Clayton Clayton is not a bus driver. <laughs> Y'all, not that there's anything wrong with it. Absolutely. <laughs> Y'all, I went down there and watched them struggle with that fire. You know, it's 100 degrees. They've got all this, you know, these suits, this heavy equipment. Uh, and uh, it, then they're standing up next to that roasting fire trying to get it under control. I, Chris, I, you got to see it to understand. I, I just don't see how y'all... How well, it's, uh, that scene, we topped out at 119 degrees on scene, plus the gear... Somewhere around 85 pounds worth of gear. Uh, God bless all but, of you all for doing that. But, you know, I I, I got to say, I mean, I enjoy it. You know, it, it really doesn't. When I put my gear on, I don't really think about if it's hot or not. I'm, I'm just excited to do my job. I mean, that sounds cliche, but that is what it is. Well, I'll, and I'll say this, too. It appeared to me that the Columbia Fire Department, you know that was a big fire. Uh, y'all were disciplined. Uh, you knew what you were doing. You worked as a team. Uh, 
it, it, it was impressive. Well, see, seems like that's really cool because I, I believe the number was we had somewhere around thirty five personnel on scene. Plus, we had we have uh, automatic aid agreements with Spring Hill and Mount Pleasant, and so they both came in to help us out. So it's really cool having those connections. Wow. Well, it it, it was clear to me watching you that y'all. It's not the firefighting force that I can remember from years ago that was like volunteer and uh, sometimes sober. (laughs) The Columbia fighter fires make Columbia look good. I mean, they're the highest ranking that you can get in the state, I think. Yeah, we are an ISO 1 rating, which really helps out on uh, your insurance rates as a business and um, residents in town. And we were the first ISO uh, ranked department in the state, if, if I'm correct. Yes, there I remember you go. that. And uh, what you, of course, that that house was, it didn't burn to the ground, but it, it's still standing, but barely. I know. Uh, and it's, but the thing is, it, it was in a very uh, crowded neighborhood of older wooden type homes, and uh, y'all, you know, it could have burned up a whole city block if y'all had yeah. kept it contained. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Regular, no, not regular, special guest dude today, Sam Barnes. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, Doug. Thank you for having me on. Hello to everybody out there listening this morning. Glad to have you. Now, now, Sam, uh, tell us about you, Dave. You, you were formerly with Murray County Sheriff's Department, correct? I was for a and, number of years. And then ran for sheriff. And, I did. Uh, against uh, Sheriff Rowland. I did. And uh, now, what have you been doing since then? Well, you know, I, I continued that law enforcement career up until a couple of years ago, and I left. I went into the private sector into um, uh, executive protection work, and that's what I've been doing since. And look very forward to changing roles here very soon and, and being home a lot more and those types of things with a local company here. I actually o- opened up my own business here recently, uh, Spring Hill-based security and uh, protection company, and we're going to be doing Middle Tennessee and actually statewide work um, here in Tennessee. Oh, wow. And you're running for constant. I am. I am. All right, which district? Law Enforcement District 5. Which is what? So, uh, dist- you know, a lot of those lines got changed, so a lot of folks have that exact same question. And it goes from uh, Bear Creek North all the way up to Kedron Road along the I-65 uh, line. And then on the westbound side of it, it comes down from Kedron Road down Denning, goes down Nashville Highway, stops at Double Branch Road, and then makes this kind of weird uh, curve back over to uh, Bear Creek uh, via Double Branch and Rip Steel Road area. This is- Basically, northeast Murray County. It is. Now, is law enforcement enforcement District 5 different from Commission District 5? Well, I mean, it's the only uh, law enforcement position other than the sheriff that's elected by the people in each district. Okay. So that's the reason I say law enforcement District 5. Uh, believe it or not, knocking on doors, a lot of people, when you say, hey, I'm running for constable, I'd like to talk to you for just a second. I wanted to knock on your door and just say hello and see if you have any questions about it. More often than not, the questions that come up are, are more along the lines of commissioner, and I think that some folks get those jobs confused. So right. what, what, what is a constable? I mean, you know, you, you go ahead, Rick. Occasionally, yeah. occasionally we'll see a constable's car driving down the road with lights on it, painted up similar, similar to a police car, I would say. 
What is a constable? What, what, what is your job as a constable? What do you see that as? Well, first let's talk about um, constables and how far back they go. They go as far back almost as the sheriff. And they're elected by the people, which makes them a very intricate and important part of, uh, of our system. It's a checks and balances system in a lot of ways. But, you know, constables have not evolved away from uh, a fee-based system. So constables don't get paid. By right, the I was about to no say pay, pay is nothing. My right. next question is going to be, why do you want to do it? Yeah. Right. So there's there's no salary, but you know, it, it wasn't that long ago. I think uh, Sheriff Witherspoon was the first sheriff in Murray County that actually received a salary instead of getting paid by fees. So the fee system was the way everybody got paid back then. And then now, of course, your sheriff makes a salary. Most people make a salary, but constables have not evolved out of that. But your constables, um, you know, if you have a well-trained constable, someone who's well-versed in law enforcement history and an understanding of our Constitution and our state laws, those constables can really add to and, and help out in the, in the community of law enforcement. Um, what it looks like to me to answer your question, Drake, is uh, on a daily basis that my constituents, uh, not only in my district but throughout the county, are able to reach out to a constable such as myself to obtain uh, legal advice or get helps with uh, with some type of crime that's occurred or an investigation that may cheaper occur. than an attorney. Uh, well, <laughs> not taking the place of an attorney. It's, it's I mean, not the helpful stuff. Yeah, but I mean, it's just not the same. I mean, we have two different roles. Well, yeah, I understand. Very, they are. Oh, constable is mainly administrative, huh, Sam? No, sir. No, sir. You're, you're, see, over the years, what's happened is a lot of constables have taken on the role just to serve civil process papers. But constables are bonded uh, peace officers for the state of Tennessee by Tennessee law. They have law enforcement abilities. So they can go out and do the same duties as a deputy sheriff or a police officer. They can enforce laws. They can work traffic. They can go out and investigate crimes. If they, if you know, uh, an agency such as the district attorney's office wanted to reach out uh, for some help on investigating some things, they could. Or any number of roles. You know, they can help the police departments and sheriff's offices. And it's really and truly, it, it's a blessing to the people if you put the right people in office because it, it supplements the law enforcement people that you have on the street, but it's not a taxpayer burden. Huh. Well, Sam Bard, so, uh, okay, so no pay. Uh, what what made you get up a little more and say, I want to be constable for my uh, neighborhood? Well, you know, when, when I when I uh, stepped away in uh, 2021, um, I thought 26 years, that's enough. Uh, you look at the retirement for law enforcement, it's not that great. Um, you know, you, you spend most of your time working two and three jobs while you're in law enforcement because the, the pay rates are not that good. Um, but you do it not because of the pay. Uh, you do it because you love your community and you just love the people here and you've you got a servant's heart nine times out of ten. But when I walked away and, and said, you know, I've got to find something else for my family for retirement time and those types of things, when I looked at that, the one thing I realized very quickly is I had spent 26 years right here in this county taking care of people reaching out and helping people and running two things that people ran from all in the love for other people and when you walk away from that if you've got a servant's heart you can't do that anymore it doesn't matter who calls you for help there's nothing you can do anymore once you walk away so this is my way of giving back all right sam this is a true story i worked with a guy who was a constable weekend he wrestled a guy down and arrested him Monday morning, he had a service order to put service in his house. <laughs> he said, man, I can't go to this guy's house. I said, why? I arrested him this weekend. <laughs> Conflict of interest. <laughs> well, you have to so we, we, we accommodate him. We let somebody else go to that guy's house. Well, we, you know, you're out there with your friends and neighbors. That's uh, 
That's, that's, that's it's a tough good. thing to do. I'm yeah, sure. maybe, maybe even family. Maybe right. you're to the sheriff's department. I think y'all can still marry people, right? You know, I don't know about that. I think you can. That's that's something. I'm of course, not aware I'm going of. off of Andy Griffith because I think he was sheriff and constable at the time. I think. I don't know. I don't know. I watched a gun smoke. I didn't watch Andy Griffith. Then you missed out. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, absolutely missed out. You may be thinking about county commissioners. No, they're no, the, they're the old justices of the peace. Well, county commissioners can for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, I think you're. I think constables. I think for some reason, in the back of my mind, I think there's some type mm-hmm. of. Uh, right. Now, but Sam, if you you know if you are out there, you got a car, you got some lights, you got a radio, whatever you paid for it yourself, right? Yes, sir. All that comes out of my pocket: gas, everything, uniforms, all that. Yeah, that's a that's a tall order. Well, that's now, who all's running in Constable District Five? Well, it's just me and uh, and another gentleman. Neither one of us hold the seat now. Um, it's an open seat because Tim Holt was moved over to the first yeah, district. I know that that's been some Richard confusion Green. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Richard, Richard Green. Green. That's right. And yeah. he's running as an independent, right? He is. Yeah. And are you running as a Republican, Democrat, or independent? Independent, sir. Okay. Okay. All I right. think a lot of our constables didn't know that they could run as a partisan race. I did not. So hopefully we'll see you next time. Yes. More than likely. Uh, Debbie's talking about the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, getting, the, getting the nomination. Uh, would, would that be something you might be interested in? <laughs> it, very, it very well may. I'm a very conservative person at heart. Um, but I've always... Uh, Tried to keep the law enforcement realm of it away from the political realm, but Good I'm idea. super, super, you know, conservative on every level. Um, you know, only two of all the folks running for constable ran as Republicans. Everybody else ran as independents. Right. Well, I'm I'm like Debbie. I think probably most of them. They didn't know. We got, you know, Terry Chandler's a Republican, but he didn't realize, and he worked our security for the convention. He was like. Oh, okay. Because I think constables, we went back and forth on whether they were going to, if it was an important partisan race that we wanted to pay attention to or not. Well, so. constables don't get paid, right? Right. Well, that's probably why not a lot of Republicans are running for it. <laughs> there you go, Drake. So, and they just, money. They, just, they, just serve, they want to do service for their community and do the right thing. There so that makes go. more sense why they're not, not running with profit. ours next not to the constable. Makes sense go. to me. Let's take a break. Come back. <laughs> of today are among the most dependable and luxurious vehicles in America and Parks Motor Sales has them all. Find excellent deals on the Buick LaCrosse, Cascada and Regal. Parks has SUVs the Encore, Enclave and Envision. Their exceptional staff can help you find your best fit with financing for your budget. For a vehicle that has everything, experience the new Buick. For a dealer that has everything, experience Parks Motor Sales. Visit 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. 
Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. Have you been injured in a car accident? Are you still in pain? Untreated whiplash injuries to the spine may lead to future conditions, such as neck pain, low back pain, and headaches. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating these conditions before they get worse. Our accident consultations are free. Call me, painfree.com, or call 615-551-9224. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Hi, I'm Sheila Butt, former business owner and state representative running for mayor because we need strong leadership. We don't want CRT, higher taxes, unchecked growth, and unconstitutional mandates. We want safe communities and great schools. I appreciate the endorsement of the Murray County Republican Party, but I know that the most important endorsement is your vote of trust. Together, we will control growth and preserve the things that we love about Murray County. Paid for by the committee to elect Sheila Butt, Jacob Love Treasurer. He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm east bound to watch a bandit run. Okay, welcome back. Three dudes with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three, and it's already Wednesday. Clayton Harris, dude number two, how you doing? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right, regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews, how you doing? Good morning. So good. Good to see everybody. All right, and in the other corner, special guest dude, Drake Colley, how you doing? Good morning, Del. Good morning, Middle Tennessee. All right. A couple more folks with us, Chris Chumley, regular special guest, how are you? Good morning. All right, and uh, Sam Barnes, who can, who's candidate for constable and been law enforcement for years here in this area. 
But now candidate for constable in the 5th District, Murray County. How you doing, Sam? I'm amazing this morning. How is everybody? All right. Good to have you. All right. Uh, we've been playing a game around here for, I don't know, two months now, Clayton? At least. At least. At where least. we just ask people, you know, do you know anybody who's supporting Andy Ogles for Congress? And so far, I think we've got, what, uh, one affirmative answer? I think that's correct. Yeah, one somebody said, yeah, they knew somebody who was for Andy Ogles. Were they but, drunk? Uh, Had they been, do you, do, could you smell their breath? Well, that? I mean, what, what you're asking <laughs> what people, you know, you're not well, asking people. Some intoxicant like uh, Trey Hart, yeah, the Secretary right. of State, got pulled over. Uh, got pulled over in Tullahoma leaving Bonnaroo. I, you, I don't know if you all have talked about Trey or well, not. We had to talk about Trey up, Debbie. Uh, I, I'm only here on Wednesday and Thursday. I oh, think he okay. got pulled over on Friday. He had a little too much Bonnaroo. Yeah. He, he, and, and, the, the, and let just let me put it. The, the officer in Tullahoma that pulled him over after he left the 315 bar um, there in, in Tullahoma on his way home said, said he could smell an intoxicant. Now, I, I don't he didn't say alcohol. He didn't say name what. Now you're you're now Sam. You're you're a fellow law enforcement. What is the smell? What could what what encompasses the smell of intoxicant? He went green, Drake. I, I would just have to say that that's a general term. That be, I mean, you're you're a former liquor store owner. I, you I, know. And he said here with a t-shirt with a, t-shirt with a, a bottle of beer on but, the front. But, you know, normally you would say. Normally, if you were put on the witness stand, you would say, "I, I smelled alcohol on Mr. Collie's breath." I, you, you would know, say that. You would say that. You wouldn't you say, say that. I smelled an intoxicant, and then the and then the attorney would say, "Well, what do you mean by intoxicant?" So, what do you think that officer meant by the intoxicant that he smelled on the? Secretary of State, Mr. Hargett's uh, enough to arrest him. Leaving the Bonnaroo Music Festival. Well, I try not to armchair correct officers on what they say. I mean, obviously, this is something that he's going to. Greg, Greg, you changed the subject. Let's let's get back to. I think it's a great subject. We got a Secretary of State under Governor Bill Lee. That's that is that is that we we spend. Probably millions of dollars a year on drink, drinking and driving, you know, and uh, booze it and lose it, and then we got the Secretary of State. Uh, so uh, you're saying he had a contact right, guy standing right, in the yeah, crowd? I, I mean, I, I, don't I, don't I don't think it's a contact guy. It was a contact guy. Folks, I remember Wilbur Mills, prominent Democrat. They caught him drunk swimming out a fountain in Washington D.C. when he had Fanny Flag, the stripper, with him. You know. <laughs> this, is, this is nothing new. Drunk nothing, politician, news flash. Nothing, okay. nothing new. Nothing new. All right, Andy Ogles. Nothing burger. And, and you were asking, you know, the subject was, uh, we we are asking everybody we run into, you know, Clayton and I have been, other people at the station, do you know anybody supporting Andy Ogles for Congress? So they're, the pe- people we're talking to, are, are, you know, we don't know whether – we're asking if they know somebody who's not whether they are, and so oh okay we don't know whether the person they know is drunk or sober. You know, we don't know, but it, it, people are more apt to answer that question rather than uh, a, you know a direct question. Are you supporting Andy Ogle? 
But if you ask them if they know anybody who's supporting Andy Ogle, I don't. Oh, yeah. I, thought, I, I, thought, don't. I thought he was asking Drake. No, nah, he looked at yeah. me like, but no, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> no. Now, there, according to Clayton this morning, there's some college in California. Yeah, but, is, but that's let's talk about Murray County and whether anybody knows anybody who's supporting Andy Ogle. Oh. Now, Chris Chumley walked in the door one day, and he said, oh, I, 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 I'm sure lots of people are. I said, Chris. Whip out your phone, bud. Call your ten closest friends. He got one affirmative answer. Am I right, Chris? One. Yeah. It's call, not very. I don't. It's going to be tough to win an election at that rate. That's. I mean, that's Clayton. Clayton was at, at at a dinner of all the dads uh, for his son's baseball team. Mm-hmm. Over the what happened? What happened, Clayton? You played the game. Yeah, we, this was my team, by the way. And we yeah, won. Sir, we won our season. Thirteen and one. Thirteen. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we, we, we were talking. We were talking about a lot of stuff po- politically, you know, around Columbia and our growth. Uh, but yeah, same situation. Not not one. Not one of the dads knew anybody supporting Ogles. And, and 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 you know maybe maybe we should address why. Why do you? I mean, just real quick. Tell, give us your opinion on why, why, why is he so toxic? Right? I mean, I mean, he's been Murray County mayor. He had he he ran Mule Fest. He brought in Which Trace awesome. a- Trace Agins said he was going to redo have another Mule Fest. Obviously, did not did, that did not follow through. I mean, what 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 what's going on, Debbie? What 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 what's the problem? You're head yeah, of, you run the you run the Republican Party. It's, what, what, it's, what, it's what, pretty what, easy to pinpoint. It's one Rick, of the biggest he was, na- he was one of the biggest implosions political in name only. Okay, that may be one deal. But what's the what's the toxicity? Maybe is that well, the there, right? there's still a lot of support for Andy Ogles out there. There is, and there's a lot of great candidates right now. Like the firefighters just endorsed General Winstead, who is a great candidate. Yeah. There's well, a lot of great candidates out there, it, all a different shade of things. Beth Harwell, yeah. Debbie, Debbie's uh, chair of the Republican Party. She's limited on what she can say here. Uh, but I mean, Clayton. I mean, where do we start? I mean, I'm getting text messages that I cannot read on the air. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the story starts in February when I think in Andy, support of Mr. Ogles. Yeah, I think no, it's not getting it. No, no, it is not. It is not. <laughs> it's nothing. I mean, we we keep playing this game. Uh, it's pretty easy. It starts in February when I think he probably was uh, fairly popular. And he came in and told the Republican Party that he was going to run for mayor and nothing else. Nothing else. And so they nominated him as a Republican candidate for mayor. Okay. And then, cool. and then uh, about the same time, uh, the Murray County, uh, or the maybe just, just a little later, all the Murray County commissioners were up at the legislature. I was with them uh, trying to... Uh, persuade the legislature to pass an impact fee because we're going broke here in Murray County. We can't afford to build the schools and whatnot that we need uh, without it. And we had almost entire county commission. I mean, Scott Sapicki uh, was there. Scott Sapicki was there. I uh, was there. Scott I was Summers. There. I was there. Debbie was there. We, we were all trying to make our case. We to, testified in front to of the, the Senate and To the, House. the committee, you know, who's handling the matter. And but Handy Ogles was there. But instead of in speaking for his county, he was down the hall in front of another committee trying to persuade them to pass this bill about having the residency a, a re, a, a, like a three-year residency in the district in order to run for, in, for Congress. 
you know. In other and, words, to get people like Robbie Starbuck and so forth, who the uh, Marion Ortega, the, yeah. the, the carpet baggers, he called to try to get them off the ballot to his advantage instead of you know down there. And so you got a county commission that you know is sitting there looking at that, and they're not very happy about not having the mayor's support for something so so. So he was MIA as far as Murray County goes, he, he and was, getting trying to get working on working on working on his own. Benefit instead of trying to help out the county, which is his job. Well, that's and too so, bad. That's and, sad. And so then, though, after he announced for Congress, he chose to stay in uh, the county mayor's race. And he was not going to withdraw. He was going to be his safety school, you know. Yeah, his fallback. Yeah. So making Murray County his second secondary job choice and if he couldn't win the, the, the congressional seat and go to D.C. The public reaction about that was just overwhelming against it. And uh, finally, uh, about an hour before the deadline, uh, he withdrew as a candidate for county mayor. Uh, and arguably because of the public pressure that he received about it. And then, but he also, when he did that, he he withdrew too late. He could have withdrawn earlier, but he withdrew too late to allow the Murray County Republican Party to nominate another candidate run, to run for county <coughs> mayor as a Republican. And in at least one interview, maybe two, he's on record as saying that he did that because... Uh, he didn't want the Murray County Republican Party to nominate somebody else in his place. And, of course, this, again, he puts himself ahead of party. And so the party's not too happy with him. So, and, well, let, let, but, and, and let's, to make this clear, Mr. Ogles, if, if you happen to be listening to this radio station, I assume we all welcome him to come in here, defend that. If he wants to come into this radio show, sit down and tell his version of the story. Uh, his facts. He's he's welcome to do that. Do you agree? Ab- absolutely. Or, well, or if he wants to come in and just and well, not, I, I mean, unless he chooses to bring up these topics, I won't talk about them. If and I'll let him talk about what he wants to talk about. Okay, I'm not. Okay. I'm That's not, fair enough. I'm not well, going to sit me, here and go, Mayor Ogles, why'd you do this? Right, why'd you do that? You. Let me let me say uh, but this. If he brings them up, then we'll talk about it. For the. I want to make but sure. But I'm not done with my list. I understand, but I want to make sure that I jump in here and put on the record that Debbie Matthews, chair of the Republican Party, has asked every congressional five uh, district person that is running to come into the radio station, share an hour with us, and then I take you to Puckett's for breakfast so people can come and talk to you and get to know you. And I have made that offer. I want to make sure I've made that offer to Rick Williams, who I thought was the manager of Andy Ogle's campaign at the time, and then I've re uh, made sure Grant Henry knows that information yeah so andy is on equal footing with everybody being and able to come they're, in the they're all session. invited and I, I did an interview an interview with the, um andy the other night at the um, debate and uh he was very well spoken and again though I, i'll just let him say what he wanted to say why he was running for congress how many how many of those he, he candidates took you up have taken you up have taken you up so far we've had, well, we've had everybody including robbie starbuck who is a write-in candidate under the republican primary so everyone except mr ogles right now has yeah, been. Is that, he's <laughs> the only one well we well, we want he was, everybody he was to on in. debate night he hadn't come in on the morning show uh and let's see we um yeah so yeah we we've had them all and we also had on um 
what's Heidi Campbell, the Democratic candidate for Congress. There you go. And we'll, I don't know, well, if, if Heidi wants to come on right now, we will, but she's not opposed, and so I imagine we'll talk right. to her several times this fall before the general. Right. Uh, but, okay, so let me get to the end of my list. So he publicly went on the record saying he did not want the Republican Party to nominate another candidate to run as a Republican for county mayor, so he delayed his withdrawal. Well, again, this hurt Republicans, and and how it helped Andy Ogles, I'm not sure, except he clearly doesn't want Sheila Butt to be uh, the county mayor. And why that is, I don't know. She brought him to Murray County. Originally, right? I mean, well, she, she's the one that put his name forward to run the first time. I mean, that's, the, yeah. And then, and then, then uh, David Baker sues Sheila Butt, and it's and a, the rest of the EC and the rest of the executive committee, and it's about an email that went text to, message text message that went to Andy Ogle's campaign manager. So I don't know if it's campaign manager, associate, advisor, hanger on, uh, Ooh, Lee Beeman, astrologer. Well, that's another. it was Rick any, Williams. Anyway, so it's it's widely assumed. And then Sheila said something about I don't know why Andy's doing this, and uh, in the in the text, and so she's not talked about it publicly except to say that you know she's she didn't do the thing she's accused of doing. But at any rate, she's. Uh, you know, Andy is widely seen as being an instigator in that lawsuit, and that has stirred up quite a bit of anger. About, I mean, out, out Probably in one of the most self-serving mayors we've ever had in this county in a long time. That has stirred up quite a bit of anger. And then last but not least, uh, there is an article in the Tennessee Star this week, uh, widely assumed to be an Andy plant, an Andy Ogles plant, uh, in which the Tennessee Star breathlessly reports that woke uh, Columbia Firefighters Union endorses General Winstead. Well, <laughs> Chris Chumley, you're in that union, and it's about the most conservative Republican union that I've ever seen or heard of in my life. And uh, uh, <clears throat> apparently you did put up some gay pride colors uh, during gay month, that, or maybe not, I don't know. But it was fine with me if you did, you know. Well, uh, I went over it last night, you know, and tried to figure out what I would say if I said anything, and I'm not going to comment on it. Okay. It, what they say or do is irrelevant to me. I, I couldn't care less. Yeah. So. Well, I'll tell you, I know Chris and his, his fellow firefighters, and, uh, you know, they do have a union, but they're about the most conservative bunch you could possibly run into and uh woke would they would be the anti-woke uh and the tennessee star uh it's somebody's suggestion is just assuming that they're uh like traditional unions have been democratic that kind of thing uh all right so that's what it took me 20 minutes you asked Drake. you know great i think you did a great job and i I think it's important to get to get that information out there so everybody knows exactly what the what the uh the history is and they can make a decision like we've talked about each one of those things but i think that's the first time we've summed it up uh clayton have i lift anything out no i just think um well i don't i don't I, i think the person that contacted Chris about all that is the same person that's involved, or his name's mentioned in the lawsuit. So if you kind of connect the dots, 
You see what's going on. So the hits just well, keep they, on. They, so they say the radio, where, where the dots go to? David Baker and Eddie Ogles? Well, the, the same person that Sheila text messaged about that in the, the, is the same one that wanted to know from him why Andy, Andy, Andy Ogles, campaign manager, advisor, slash Rick Williams. There you go. And the hits keep Folks, on coming. if you coming. want to stay out of all the mess, vote Democrat. Uh, there you go. Amen, brother. <laughs> Miss York, if Republicans keep this kind of mess up, that's going to happen. And yeah. All right. It couldn't happen soon. Oh, yeah. We left one thing. Uh, we'll tell it on the other side, brother. I, just, <laughs> I left one other thing out. Don't go anywhere. Press that coffee up. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. I'm with Charlie. You know, Charlie Norman. I'm with Charlie. I'm with Charlie. Charlie Norman for Murray County Mayor. I'm with Charlie. You know, Charlie Norman. I'm with Charlie. Charlie Norman for Murray County Mayor. Charlie Norman, the only candidate with hands-on experience in county government. I'm Charlie Norman. I have proven Murray County experience, having served from 2014 to 2018 as your county mayor. I'm ready to address the needs of Murray County as we are one of the fastest growing counties in the state. I would appreciate your vote. Paid for by the committee to elect Charlie Norman, Lyndall B. Fox, treasurer. Ram owners know tough, and they know what they want. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us to have a huge inventory. Call or stop by to talk to one of our Jeep or Ram product specialists, and we will help you build your dream ride. You can count on us. Choose a 1500, 2500, or 3500. Pick the power, options, even the color you want. Buy online and save time with our online shopping tool. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Men, this is for you. Stop and listen. Every woman has a secret desire to have diamonds. I can say this because I am a woman. When I put on my ring or put on my earrings that my husband gave me, I feel special. Stop by Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia or Lewisburg. Let us help you find a special diamond just for her. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. High school sports don't just happen. There's a ton of work that goes into every single athletic event. And we have our school's athletic director to thank for a lot of it. Thank you. For scheduling officials so I can always play the game I love. For ordering quality athletic equipment so I can stay safe on the field. For mentoring my coaches so they can be the best role models for me. For coordinating transportation so I can get focused for the big game for helping us develop character and learn lessons that will benefit us for the rest of our lives. Thank you to our AD for always creating a positive experience for us. We'll never forget it. From all of us at the NIAAA, thank you to every athletic administrator in Tennessee for all you do to enrich the lives of your students. It does not go unnoticed. 
This message presented by the NIAAA, the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Heller's Home the free is back with more free giveaways than ever this month get a free programmable thermostat with select new hvac systems get a free home surge protector with a whole home generator or enjoy a free water sensor leak detector with any tankless water heater better yet we'll include interest-free financing and a free happy hiller club membership with these purchases celebrate the home of the free with us at happyhiller.com i'm a happy face truck today Hi again, this is Jason Gillum, and I'm still out here campaigning hard to earn your vote. After talking to so many friends and neighbors throughout our district, I know we can do better. Who are we? We are the people of Murray County. How do we do better? Send me to the Capitol to be your conservative voice. I will work hard for you every day to improve our standard of living. Vote for me, Jason Gillum, Republican candidate, 64th District State Representative. Paid for by Jason Gillum, Don Gillum Treasurer. Okay, welcome back to Three Dudes with a View. My name is Delph Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Clayton Harris is good dude number two. How you doing? Doing well, Delph. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. I got a question for Clayton too, Del. All right, let, let me uh, let me get Go everybody introduce everybody. Yeah, let me and then and I'll finish up the one thing I left off on the Andy Ogles <laughs> list. Uh, so, Debbie Matthews, regular special guest, dude. Yes, How are I'm you doing? here. I'm here. I'm good. All good. right, good to be here. And in the other corner, Drake Kylie. How you doing, man? Good morning, Del. All right, and regular special guest to Chris Chumley. How Good morning, everybody. And Sam Barnes, veteran law enforcement officer in Murray County and candidate for 5th District Constable Murray County. How you doing, Sam? Good morning, Delp. All right. I'm gonna, Drake, I'm going to finish up. I left one thing off that, that Andy list. Uh, as almost everybody knows, back in the spring, the state Republican Executive Committee uh, disqualified three candidates to run as Republicans in the 5th District, which they can apparently legally do. And uh, they can legally do. Those three candidates would have run against Ogles. That's correct. Okay. And they said they weren't bona fide Republicans. It didn't have anything to do with residency or anything. That They just weren't Republicans. Well, for Pete's sake, these three, uh, Marion Ortegas, M- Morgan Ortegas, Morgan Ortegas, Baxter Lee, and Robbie Starbuck, or as Republican as Ronald Reagan. How do you know if you're bona fide or not? I, I mean, what 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 
Debbie, what constitutes a person as being a bona fide Republican and as unbonafide? And I don't slip, need to. It's a slippery slope drink, and I've spoken out against that kind of skullduggery over and over and over. So, and so, it's your right. We're all going to so, vote Democrat for the Republicans. The, st- the state, the state executive committee, <coughs> twice or three times has unanimously voted to close the primaries in Tennessee, meaning you have to be a Republican to pull a Republican ballot, a Democrat to pull a Democratic ballot. But there are guys that are what I call squishy Republicans in East Tennessee that know they only got elected because their friends and family crossed over from the Democrat and got them elected. So they're they know that if they close these primaries, they're probably not going to get reelected in a primary in their district. So they will not bring it to the floor of the state house. So what this really originated out of Williamson County because it got to a point where unless you were a Republican, you could not win in Williamson County. So a lot of Democrats were masquerading as a Republican or running as an I, and so they basically went yeah, back to the if, voting if records. If you want to know more about that, though, the party chair of the of Williamson County Republicans yeah. uh, is now wearing it and driving it. Uh, they've passed uh, uh, the, their county executive committee gets $8,000 a year worth of health insurance, and the uh, party chair up there has hired a car and driver. <laughs> so she's she's wearing it and driving it. So uh, you know, Republicans in County. You know, Republicans. Drake, Drake basically it's a small number of people that issue democracy for the electorate. No. Yeah, it's a mi- minority minority run government. So, so guys, hang on, hang on. Let me, let me finish. So we were grappling with it. So what they did said was we would prefer you have three out of four primaries as a Republican and or we look at your body of work if you've been a member of a party, you've given to a campaign, you've worked a campaign, and therefore you can be vouched by another Republican to run. And so when we did our convention, we had people that didn't have three out of four, but we had vouchers that stood up for folks, and we followed the process. What happened on the state level is that the process got weaponized against people that they thought would be competition, and I meant they kneecapped these people hard. I mean, and on the very first run, you know, on the, right out of the back, they weaponized it. and it's, it's disenfranchised. Enfranchisement and well, that, that, suppression. But there are people that are on the ballot for the Congressional 5th that only have two out of four, but they weren't contested. Okay. So they're on the ballot. They are just as, they have as weak of a voting record and or they were vouched for, and but because they weren't contested, they're on the ballot. So, I, so it's just, it's awful. I mean, it's basically, what's going on is what you're telling me is, is the Republican establishment within the within the state of Tennessee. This was the first year this, it was done, right? This, they're trying to protect people like Beth Harwell. Seems like to me, she she was a secretary well, of state under Haslam. She's a fifth. She's running the fifth. Remember the so less the less cop. They're not really worried about Andy Ogles. Right, right, Let me. The topic we were on is Andy Ogles, and that's why I was bringing this up. Uh, Ortega's, Baxter Lee, and Robbie Starbuck. Robbie Starbuck were all uh, thrown off the ballot. They're as Republican as Ronald Reagan. Or more. Well, Robbie Starbuck has been on here several times, and he clearly puts Andy Ogle right in the middle of that skullduggery. Absolutely. He blames him for it. And uh, Andy could be seen spiking the football, as Clayton would say, each time somebody got thrown off. <laughs> yeah, there, there was almost like a celebration when when it happened, and that's when the comments were limited uh, to the post that he made about them being off the ballot. Uh, and, and I actually had 
uh, one of my posts deleted. I'm not saying he specifically did it, but somebody in his team or something deleted my post. Here's my thing. My thing was, if you're going to talk about Donald Trump all the time, then why don't you mention to the people why you're celebrating the fact that you're celebrating one of Trump's endorsed candidates being kicked off the ballot, which was Morgan Ortegas. You know, Trump endorsed her. Well, if, Trump, you're, if, you're, if you're a Trump guy, why are you celebrating Trump, that? Trump endorsed Ortegas because she had been a part of Pompeo, Secretary of State. She was involved in the Abraham Accords, trying to get peace. Well, I mean, he's part of the Trump administration, not a Republican. Give me a break. Baxter Lee's been... Ba- Baxter Lee had given $100,000 to Republican money. candidates. Whoever cuts the biggest check to Trump gets his endorsement. Quit, quit, quit sugarcoating it. Quit acting like it's a political thing. Whoever gives Trump the most money gets his endorsement. Well, period. Clearly, though, Morgan Ortega is, yeah. was, uh, is, is, was a Republican. Yeah. Robbie Starbuck yeah. is as Republican as Ronald Reagan. He's a, now, again, I go Cuban, back. To, son of Cuban immigrants. If you want a residency yeah. bill, okay. But they deemed lawfully or that it was not going to affect this election. That the residency bill was passed, but it was not going to affect this election. So well, after the, that, you know. The Republican Party has demonstrated right off the bat that this is a can of worms that can't be opened. And, and that they, it's got to be, it's gotta be closed back up. There's a certain committee within, within the state capital of Tennessee that can decide who's going to run and who's not going to run. I can understand. No, I, understand. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, that's, the SEC. That's true democracy. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, they, these they are decided. Elected. They these decided are they were bona fide. These are elected. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. They yeah. Look at, right, so they decide, they hey, these three aren't going to run. Right, I mean, the, the I mean, state Republican executive how, committee. How crooked and saying, un-American is that? There were exactly. 16 of them, yeah. Exactly. You know, and you need to quit voting for Republicans and putting these people in power. I, well, those crooks. Well, let me tell All you. Of them. Let me tell you what we need to do right here, right now. This, uh, I heard that idiot who's the chair. I can't remember Scott Golden. He's the one that's been the leader in all this. He actually he didn't have a vote. This all originated that the election cycle prior to this. It was left up to your chairman of the state party to choose who was vouched for and who wasn't and he ended up vouching for a guy that had two out of four against a four out of four republican in east tennessee i think it's east that's tennessee a, primary the, the two out of four guy ended up winning and then has done nothing but vote democratic ever since he got up there so he said i'm not gonna he said i'm not gonna do this we're putting it into the hands of the I sec mean, this is just as we i mean you know, good and road to hell is paved with good intentions. We'll figure that, it out. No, we'll figure it out. State, state Republican. I mean, it needs to be voted out instead of figuring it out. Well, yeah, you, well have that's a candidate going on tomorrow. That's what I was getting to. Now, who are the two? Well, who's the income? The state executive committee did it. You will have a chance, folks, August fourth to vote if uh, if it, in for your Republican state executive committee member. Our present member is. Uh, Angie McClanahan and Jim Looney. Looney has been redistricted out, but Angie is running again. Angie McClanahan is one of the idiots who voted to... Julie Kwan. And she's running against Julie Kwan, folks. Angie McClanahan, vote no. She voted to throw these people off the ballot. Uh, Julie Kwan is the candidate for Republican executive committee uh, in this district. She is chair of the Republican Party in Marshall County. I have spoken to her directly, and she has assured me point blank 
that she will engage in no such shenanigans. So you mean do things fair and honest? Yep. Instead of whether being done now. You got to remember that there were chairs. Wait, wait, Jim. There were chairs of every. I think, and I'm going to speak for all of the candidates that were booted. I vouched for all three. Julie Kwan vouched for all three. There were every chairman of all the Republican parties that vouched for these people because we have been on the campaign trail seeing these folks working. I met Robbie Starbuck when he was running against Jim Cooper in his district. Not one Republican had one problem with Robbie Starbuck running against him. Period. But now the state bylaws provide they're supposed to have a public and open meeting where they shut the doors and. Didn't let anybody. Yes. And uh, the patriotic but, but, but American loving people, uh, the Republicans on the ground. Angie McClanahan needs that to one. go. Chris, what's so, up, man? Uh, question. So they had a closed door meeting and voted these three candidates off the ballot. Correct. It was overturned because they said it was closed door. That's not allowed. Anything they did right. by the law court that went to the state supreme court. So this, then the state it. Supreme Court reversed uh, upheld, it. Upheld it. Right. Or upheld it. said it was okay. 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 Yeah, I knew they did, but I didn't know the point. Sounds like the U.S. Supreme Court, doesn't it? So since, no, that was you know, Tennessee Supreme Court. I know, but they both sound similar. Doing nefarious, uh, un-American, unpatriotic things. Sambar, I'm glad to see you this morning. I think that probably was a political decision by the Tennessee Supreme Court. People aren't... They people don't realize this, but they're on the ballot this fall. You know, one of those should he be retained? And they didn't want to see the Republican Party. Uh, Lord, I wish we could do that to the SCOTUS. Coming after. Him. All right, Sam Barnes, we're about to be out of here, buddy. Now, but come if you, on. If you're elected constable, are you going to clean this mess up or are you going to stick with other things? Hey, I'm just here to help. You're going to make everything right. <laughs> Sam Barnes, you're going to make everything right. Good answer. One, one more time. If elected constable in the 5th District of Murray County, what do you hope to do? Take care of the people. There you go. That's Great it. answer. Great answer. Do, can, Sam I, can I throw a question out real quick? Shoot. Debbie. Yes. Do we have a committeeman that's running yet on the Republican side for this, this state thing? Um, we had we put in David Cruz as our ours. They chunked him out saying he didn't have enough primary votes. Okay. So now <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So it's supposed to be a male and a female, which right. I want changed. I think it's the best Democratic side. Right. Yep. Skullduggery. Better vote Democrat, folks. But the thing is, the people, the people on the ground fought to make sure it was it was correct, you know? And we vouched. Thank you, Deb. Well, David, appreciate you having me on today. Glad to have you, Sam Barnes. Have a great day, day, everybody. And folks, <laughs> but David Cruz, lawyer in town, he's as Republican as a good man. As he's a great man. Yeah. Yes. Good yeah. job. Good show. Have fun this morning. Yeah. Wild Wednesday. Have a good day, everybody. We got some great conservatives running out this time.